And a pleasant afternoon to you from Veterans Memorial Park in Little Falls as we bring you another edition of Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs Baseball. Today it's your Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs taking on the Watertown Rapids in more perfect game collegiate baseball league action. Yesterday the Diamond Dogs came out of Veterans Memorial Park with a 9-2 victory over the Saugerties Stallions. And come in with a record of 11 wins and 5 losses. While Watertown, after a 9-3 loss, has lost 3 in a row. And sits at the bottom of the Western Division standings at 4 wins and 14 losses. Getting ready now, the starting lineups. First for the Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs in the field. It's the usual lineup for Giacomo Parks with a couple of changes. It will be Zion Sanders in left, Harvey Rojas in center, Kane Garcia in right. Around the horn, it's Dewey Leach at third, Alejandro Blankenship at short, Shahid Swan at second, and Callie Gallagher at first with Raihan Sanford at the DH. And tonight's starting battery for the Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs brought to you by the Tire Shop in Canajahari. It will be Callan Regan catching for Brendan Ryan out of Sewanee University. Has not started a game yet for Mohawk Valley. Has relieved a couple of games. Looks to get his first win here tonight against the Watertown Rapids. And the starting lineup for the Watertown Rapids has not changed since the last time they were here. Which was a Mohawk Valley victory. It's David Granger starting at shortstop and batting first. Cassius Soto catching and batting second. Ethan Combs at first base batting third. Benedict Chandler at the and left field batting fourth. Tom Vargas at third base, batting fifth. Zane Copeland in right field, batting sixth. Diesel Brook at center field, batting seventh. Brad Chase at the designated hitter, batting eighth. And Mackenzie Hernandez from Winthrop. He's at second base, batting ninth. And today's starting pitcher for... The starting pitcher for the Watertown Rapids will be number 11, Jack Cobb. Now we're just about ready to get started here in Little Falls. It'll be David Granger to come up first for Watertown. Wearing the number 15 out of Carnegie Mellon. Start things off for the Watertown Rapids. Granger takes a couple cuts before he starts, and we're just about ready to get underway. First pitch from Brendan Ryan is a ball, and we are underway here in Little Falls.
between the Diamond Dogs and the Watertown Rapids. Watertown wearing their road blues. Uh, if you're a Dollsville Blue Devil follower, you might recognize the color scheme just a little bit as Granger takes a called strike. Royal blue with white lettering and white pants with a royal blue hat. Ranger takes a ball on the count of two and one. Diamond Dogs in their road blacks, or excuse me, home blacks with green lettering, white pants, and their black hats. Ranger swings and misses at strike two in the count of two and two to David Granger. The 2-2 pitch to David Granger is just paints the inside corner for a called strike. And there's the first strike out of the game for Brendan Ryan. That will bring up Cassius Soto. Soto out of the University of Maryland. Last night against the Adirondack Trailblazers scored the only scored the game's only runs on a three-run shot to deep center field in the top half of the the seven-to-three loss to the defending Western Division champions. First pitch here is a called strike in the count 0-1 to Cassius Soto. On deck for the Watertown Rapids will be Ethan Combs. Combs starting at first base tonight out of Earth Science University. Next pitch to Cassius Soto is a called strike once again and the count quickly 0-2 to tonight's starting catcher for Watertown. 0-2 count and the pitch from Ryan is another called strike. Three straight called strikes, and there's the second out of the inning for Brendan Ryan. That will bring up Ethan Combs. Combs batting 269 for the Bears this season. Last night went 0 for, 2, 0 for 3 with two strikeouts. Looking to avoid the same fee here against Brendan Ryan. Combs takes the first pitch for a ball. Of course, today's game, a rematch of the 2018 Central Division I game playoff. Won by the Watertown Rapids here at Veterans Memorial Park. Amidst some controversy. However... A new season is upon us, and new players come and go. So, really, this is a new game. <coughs> Combs takes the next pitch for a ball on the count, 2-0. Two, two tonight's starting first baseman for Watertown. Ryan shakes off a couple signals. Gets one he likes, goes into the stretch, and the pitch is swung on and hit over to the 
Shortstop Alejandro Blankenship. Blankenship will make the easy throw over to first. And the inning is over for Watertown. One, two, three, go the Rapids. And we'll head to the bottom of the first. Mohawk Valley coming up to bat. No score here at Veterans Memorial Park. Getting you ready now for the bottom of the first. Mohawk Valley and Watertown tied at zero. It'll be Rojas, Harvey Rojas in left as starting first. Alejandro Blankenship at short, batting second. Dewey Leach at third, batting third. Ryan Sanford at the DH, batting fourth. Callan Regan at catcher, batting fifth. Jaheed Swan from Utica College at second base and batting sixth. Caden Garcia in right and batting seventh. Callie Gallagher at first base, batting eighth. And Zion Sanders at left field, batting ninth. That was your starting lamp for Mohawk Valley, brought to you by Burger King of Herkimer. Have it your way with a flame broil burger at Burger King today. That'll take us to the Watertown Rapids in the field. Benedict Chandler in left, Dieselbrook in center, Zane Copeland in right. David Granger, or excuse me, Tom Vargas at third to start our trip around the horn. David Granger at short. Mackenzie Hernandez at second. And Ethan Combs at first base. Tonight's DH for the Rapids is Brad Chase. And tonight's starting battery is Cassius Soto. Catching for the pitcher out of SUNY Canton, Jack Cobb. Cobb pitched a no-hitter for the Kangaroos back in February as they took a trip to Florida and pitched the no-hitter against one of his SUNY rivals, the Fredonia Blue Devils. So that'll bring up Harvey Rojas to the plate. Rojas out of Davidson College. One of the speedy batters for the Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs this season. He'll take the first pitch for a ball on the count. 1-0. Taking a look at the standings right now. It's Amsterdam, of course, as they always are in the Eastern Division lead at 12-4. As Rojas takes another ball, count 2-0. Mohawk Valley sitting in second at 11-5. Both of those teams play today as the Amsterdam takes on Oneonta at Shuttleworth Park. Rojas takes the 2-0 pitch. It just paints the inside corner for a called strike. And the count 2-1. It's Saugerties, last night's opponent for the Diamond Dogs, as the Dogs won 9-2. As Rojas fouls one off. Sargati sits at 8-7 and seven in third place. Glens Falls at 10-10 and 10 in the final playoff spot in fourth. Albany and Oneonta occupy the cellar at 6-10. The 2-2 pitch to Rojas is fouled off and the count remains at 2-2. Two two. In the Western Division, 
It's Utica with a half with a game lead over Jamestown. Utica sits at nine and four. Jamestown sits at eight and five. As Rojas fouls another one off, and the count remains two and two. Elmira sits in third at ten and seven. Geneva in fourth at eight and eleven. Adirondack sits at nine and eleven. Or excuse me, Adirondack sits in fourth place. Geneva sits in third. While Newark sits at four and nine. And Watertown in the Western Division Cellar at four and fourteen. The two-two pitch of Harvey Rojas is swung on and hit in the gap towards shortstop David Granger. Tries to scoop it up, can't make the play, so it'll be a infield single for Harvey Rojas. And the Diamond Dogs start off with the first man on base with the first hit of the game brought to you by First Source Federal Credit Union, where you're first. So we run around first for Alejandro Blankenship. Blankenship did not play last night in last night's 9-2 win over Saugerties. But right now he sits in a good position with a runner on first. Nobody out for Mohawk Valley. First pitch to him from Jack Cobb is a called strike in the count. 0-1 to tonight's starting shortstop for Mohawk Valley. Runner on first. Nobody out. Mohawk Valley looking to get on the board early. It's still no score here at Veterans Memorial Park. Next pitch to Alejandro Blankenship is swung on and hit in the air to left field. Left fielder Benedict Chandler will have no problems with this one. And that's the first out of the inning for the Diamond Dogs. That will bring up Dewey Leach. Leach also did not play last night against the Sauger T Stallions. He's tonight starting third base. That's him out. Diamond Dogs with the first hit of the game. As they look to extend their win streak to four games. First pitch to Dewey Leach. Just paints the inside corner for a called strike. And the count 0-1. Mohawk Valley, three straight wins after a two-game road trip to Elmira and Utica, where they picked up wins, and then the 9-2 win last night that wasn't really that close as they pitched a gem for Mohawk Valley last night. The 0-1 pitch to Dewey Leach is low in the dirt for a ball, Catcher Cassius Soto can't hold on to it. It'll be a... And cannot get Speedy Rojas at second base. So there's a pass ball. He has to eat it. And there's a runner in scoring position for Mohawk Valley. And a 1-1 count to Dewey Leach. The 1-1 pitch is swung on and missed. And the count 1-2 to Dewey Leach.
We each steps out of the battery packs for a second. Takes a couple of cuts and steps right back into the batter's box. And now we're ready. Cobb shakes off a couple signals and throws the one-two pitch plateward. It's swung on and hit in the air towards right field. Can right fielder Zane Copeland make a play on it? No, it will bounce in front of him. And there will be runners out of the corners for the Diamond Dogs to start off this game. So two quick hits from Mohawk Valley, and that will bring up Raihan Sanford. Sanford tonight's starting DH, as always. <coughs> Hit a home run last night to put the game away for Mohawk Valley against Saugerties. Broke that game open with a three-run or two-run shot to center field. Sits in with a chance for three runs here. The first pitch to him is Swan the Herkham or excuse me, the Mohawk Valley Community College Hawk. Oh one count to Ryan Sanford and the pitch. Just misses the inside corner for ball one in the count one and one to Ryan Sanford. Watertown looking to get off a losing streak that has lasted quite a while. At least four straight losses to the to several teams, including the Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs. They lost to them back on June 14th as well. 1-1 pitch to Raihan Sanford. He's hitting the air deep to right field. It's going to go, or excuse me, the left field. It's going to get over the head of Benedict Chandler. That's going to score at least one. Sanford motoring and stopping at second. No, he's going to change his mind. He's going to go for second. The throw in is not in time, and Raihan Sanford has an RBI double. And Mohawk Valley quickly leads one to nothing on an RBI double by Rayon Sanford. That brought home Harvey Rojas, and it will send the catcher, Cassius Soto, out to talk to his pitcher, Jack Cobb. So after three out of four Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs come up to the plate and get hits, It's an early run for Mohawk Valley, and when the Diamond Dogs get on the board early enough, it usually spells trouble for the opposing teams. Callan Regan up next for Mohawk Valley. Regan out of the University of Wisconsin looking to continue the streak for 
Mohawk Valley. A good hit here will get at least one run in. Powwow on the mound over for the Watertown Rapids. It's Cali already struggling with a one to nothing lead deficit. First pitch to the Wisconsin Badger from the SUNY Canton Kangaroo is a called strike in the count 0-1. Regan looking for his for his pitch. And the next pitch to him is a ball in the count one and out. Or excuse me, one and one. Mohawk Valley looking to keep pace with Amsterdam. As the Mohawks uh, we just got a final score from Shuttleworth Park. It is the Amsterdam Mohawks knocking off the Oneon Outlaws, shutting them out, actually. Only giving up seven hits in the 5 to nothing victory for the Mohawks. The 1-1 pitch to Callan Regan is fouled off, and the count 1-2. and two. You're just joining us. Runners on second and third for Mohawk Valley. Harvey Rojas has already come home for the Diamond Dogs, and they lead by the score of one to nothing. The one-two pitch to Kellen Regan is hit in the air to center field, deep center field, so that will score a run as Diesel Brook drifts under it. And that is the second out of the inning. It's a sacrifice fly. And that will bring home another run. That will bring home Dewey Leach. Send Ryan Sanford to third. And the Diamond Dogs now lead two to nothing. And Shahid Swan now coming up to the plate for Mohawk Valley. Shahid Swan out of Utica College. Playing second base tonight for the Diamond Dogs. First pitch to him is fouled off in the count 0-1. Runner on third, as we said, that's Raihan Sanford. An 0-1 count to Shahid Swan, and Cobb pitches this one low and in the dirt for ball two, ball one, excuse me. And the count 1-1. One one. One one count to Shahid Swan and the pitch is swung on, hit over to the shortstop. Granger. Granger will just make the easy throw over to first. And that will mercifully end the inning for Jack Cobb, who gives up two runs on three hits, no errors, and one left on. We head to the top of the second. Mohawk Valley leading two to nothing. Getting you ready now for the start of the top of the second. It'll be Chandler, Vargas, and Copeland, the minimum three, four. Watertown here in the top of the second. And while 
Benedict Chandler comes into the plate. We have another final score to send you. It is from Albany as the Dutchmen have had their game called in the top of the sixth due to darkness at Siena Field, which means their game is official. It is Albany beating Glens Falls by the score of 2-1. to one. So Albany will claw their way out of the Eastern Division cellar. These are now 7-10, and 10, while the Glens Falls Dragons dropped below 500 at 10-11. and 11. So that will bring up Benedict Chandler to the plate. Chandler in last night's game was one of the recipients of a one of the recipients of one of the few hits for Watertown last night. Managed, did not manage to get around to score in the 7-3 loss to Utica last night. He'll take the first pitch from Brendan Ryan for a strike. Swung on and missed. And the count 0-1. Like I said Chandler, Vargas, Copeland, the minimum 3-4. Brendan Ryan here in the top of the second. And the next pitch to Chandler is low for ball 1 in the count. 1-1. One and one. One one count to Benedict Chandler out of Fairleigh Dickinson University. The pitch just scrapes the outside corner in the count now. Ryan working quickly against Chandler and the pitch. A lazy fly ball to right field. Might not even get out of the infield. Shahid Swan backing up. To make the catch. Just on the edge of the right field grass. And that's out number one. For the Watertown Rapids. That will bring up Tom Vargas. Vargas tonight's starting third baseman out of Union College. He and Diesel Brook, the two Dutchmen here today for the Rapids. Takes a couple of cuts before striding into the batter's box, looking to get the first hit for the Watertown Rapids. Takes the first pitch for a ball in the count, 1-0. One zero counts. Tom Vargas. Here is the pitch from Brendan Ryan. It's low in the dirt. Four ball two in the count now two and zero. To Tom Vargas. On deck for Watertown. It's Zane Copeland tonight's starting right fielder out of Grand Valley State. A two zero pitch to Tom Vargas. Swung on and missed. And the count now two and one to the Watertown third baseman.
2-1 count to Tom Vargas and the pitch is swung on and missed and the count now 2-2. Two and two. Ryan shakes off a couple singles once again. Vargas digs into the plate, has dug himself a little bit of a cleat-shaped hole right on the inside corner of the batter's box. And the pitch from Ryan is a ball in the count now. Three and two to Tom Vargas. A little bit of a hole from Brendan Ryan as he works quickly now. Goes in the stretch for the payoff pitch. It's a ball. It looks to be a ball. They're going to make it a first. And that's a walk for Tom Vargas. That will bring up Zane Copeland. Copeland tonight's starting right fielder as we said out of Grand Valley State. was part of that three-run shot by Cassius Soto last night in the rapid 7-3 win, or 7-3 loss to the Utica Blue Sox. First pitch to Zane Copeland is a ball in the count, 1-0. one count to Zane Copeland and the pitch from Brendan Ryan swung on and missed and the count one and one. Next pitch to Zane Copeland as Brendan Ryan works quickly once again. It's bounced over to the second baseman Shahid Swan. Throw over to Blankenship is in time. Blankenship throws over to Gallagher in time. 4-6-3 double play, and that will end the inning for Watertown. One, two, well, no runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on for the Rapids. We head to the bottom of the second. Diamond Dogs still leading 2 to nothing. This is Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs Baseball. Getting you ready now for the bottom of the second. It's the bottom of the order for the Diamond Dogs. It will be Garcia, Gallagher, and Sanders to face off against Jack Cobb here in the second inning with Mohawk Valley leading by the score of 2-0. That's Garcia coming up to the plate. Garcia tonight's starting right fielder for Mohawk Valley. Out of out of Wisconsin, I believe. Yep, right here at the University of Wisconsin. Of course, sharing some time in the outfield with his classmate Zion Sanders, who we'll see later in this inning. Garcia steps into the plate. We are ready to go, and Jack Cobb throws the first pitch for a foul ball. Garcia rips this one into the bleachers and over the bleachers into the tennis area just behind the oblique to Caden Garcia. 
Garcia looking to keep the Diamond Dogs going. As a two-run inning, an RBI double by Raihan Sanford, and a sacrifice by Callum Regan has given the home team an early two-to-nothing lead. The 0-1 pitch to King Garcia is swung on and missed. Count quickly 0-2 to King Garcia. O2 count to King Garcia, and the pitch is low and inside for ball one. Count now one and two to tonight's starting right fielder for Mohawk Valley. Cobb working a little bit more slowly, a little bit more deliberate than he did in the last inning. And he fires the one two pitch. It's swung on and hit in the air to. Center field, it'll be Diesel Brook to grab it for the first out of the second inning. I'll bring up Callie Gallagher. Gallagher went two for four last night for Mohawk Valley, scoring two of their nine runs. And the Dogs win over Saugerties. Sits in with nobody on. One out. Bottom of the second. Diamond Dogs leading two to nothing. First pitch to him is inside. Might have caught the inside just a little bit. And they're saying yes, he did. And the count 0-1 to Callie Gallagher. Gallagher, one of the local homegrown products out of Herkimer College. Also attended the College World Series for the NJCAA, of course, in Tyler, Texas. Where he spent only one game there, but managed to make the best of it, going three for four. And scoring a couple runs in a Herkimer victory down in Texas. As he'll take ball one, count one and one. Unfortunately, the Generals could not make a run toward another championship, managing to fall just short in the semifinals. A trophy for their trouble. One one count to Kelly Gallagher, and the pitch is swung on and hit to the left side. Third baseman Tom Vargas will pick it up. Can he get the throw in time to catch the speed? Gallagher, no, he cannot. That's a single for Mohawk Valley. That will bring up Zion Sanders, classmate of King Garcia from the University of Wisconsin. Both of them picking up Big Ten academic honors, as we found out earlier today. I guess that's what happens when you're roommates and you play baseball. You encourage each other to get things done academically and you make the Big Ten all academic team. Stands in with a runner on first, one out. Mohawk Valley looking to extend their two to nothing lead. 
First pitch from Cobb is a ball in the count 1 and 0. Runner on first, as we said, that's the Herkimer General, Kelly Gallagher. Taking a slight lead off of first base. First baseman Ethan Combs trying to keep him there as he knows his speed is an asset on the base pass. Next pitch to Sanders is a swinging strike. And the count one and one to tonight's starting left fielder for Mohawk Valley. 1-1 one, one count. And the pitch. Gallagher goes for second. Sanders will smack this one into foul territory. Right fielder Zane Copeland looking to make a play on it. Will not. And Gallagher has to go back to first. Count one and two to Zion Sanders. Gallagher was about halfway to second before the foul signal was made. And he sheepishly has to go back to first base. One-two count to Zion Sanders as Cobb gets a new ball. Works the horse hide just a little bit as he shakes off a couple signals from his catcher, Cassius Soto. Now he's got one he likes, the one-two pitch. Gallagher goes. Gonna miss Hunger, make it to second. He will. So avoids the strike him out, throw him out, double play. And just to get to second. As Sanders strikes out. First strikeout victim tonight for Jack Cobb. That'll bring up Harvey Rojas. Rojas already won for one on the night. Scored a run back in the second thanks to Raihan Sanford's RBI double. Stands in with a runner on second. Two outs. Diamond Dogs looking to extend their 2 to nothing lead. First pitch to Harvey Rojas is a ball in the count 1-0. Mohawk Valley will be back in action tomorrow night. They head off to Damaschke Field to take on the now 6-11 and 11 Oneana Outlaws. We'll be back here tomorrow, or excuse me, Sunday afternoon for a Father's Day special as the Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs take on the Adirondack Trailblazers. The 1-0 pitch to Harvey Rojas is swung on and missed. Count 1-1 one one to Harvey Rojas. One one count to Rojas. The pitch from Jack Cobb. A beautiful curve. Just misses the glove of Cassius Soto. Soto can't find it. And Gallagher will move on to third on the pass ball. Count now two and one to Harvey Rojas and a runner on third for the Diamond Dogs. Looking to nurse this 2-0 lead. Two-one count to Harvey Rojas as 
Sutter manages to find the ball. Fire it back to Jack Cobb. Cobb looking visibly frustrated now. And the pitch to Harvey Rojas is swung on and hit in the air to the second base side. Second baseman McKenzie Hernandez just drifts under it. And that will end the bottom of the second for Mohawk Valley. No runs on one hit, no errors, and one left on. We now head to the top of the third. Mohawk Valley leading two to nothing. Getting right now for the top of the third. It will be Dieselbrook, Brad Chase, and Mackenzie Hernandez, the minimum three for Mohawk Valley, or excuse me, for Watertown. Here in the top of the third, we'll get we have another score to pass along to you. It is from Jamestown. It is the Tarp Skunks knocking off the Geneva Red Wings. So they go. They add another loss to the lost column. It was a walk off for the Tarp Skunks knocking off the Red Wings by the score of 10 to 9. So Geneva will drop to 8 and 12. While Jamestown goes up to 9 and 5 on the young season. And one more game tonight. It will be Utica and Elmira. They are in the top of the fourth. Utica leading by the score of 2 to 1. Dieselbrook now coming up to the plate. He is tonight's starting center fielder for. The Rabbits, he is out of Union College. Brooke getting part of his medical degree at the at Union College. Says he wants to be a physical therapist when all is said and done. And we commend Diesel on his Efforts, and we hope to see Dr. Dieselbrook in the very near future. First pitch from Brendan Ryan is a strike, and the count 0-1 to Dieselbrook. Brook steps out of the batter's box for just a second, as I don't know how he didn't notice his shoe came untied. As he came to the plate. And now he's got everything adjusted. And we'll step into the batter box once again with an 0-1 count. Diamond Dogs up 2 to nothing as we start the top of the third. And the 0-1 pitch from Brendan Ryan is hit over to the right side. Kelly Gallagher having no problem and it's a quick out for Brendan Ryan here in the top of the third. I'll bring up Brad Chase. Chase tonight's starting designated hitter for Watertown. Giving up about 20 pounds to 
Brendan Ryan. Ryan stands about six foot five. Ortiz stands about six foot two. And is about looks to be about twenty pounds later the more imposing figure of Brendan Ryan. Chase out of Vanderbilt University. Coming in as a freshman for the defending national champs in the fall. First pitch to him is a called strike and the count 0-1 to Brad Chase. one count to Brad Chase and the pitch is high very nearly hit Chase with his odd stance right in the head that would have been an unfortunate circumstance but he's able to shimmy out of the way of that one and the count one and one Chase as we said tonight's starting DH on deck for the Rapids will be Mackenzie Hernandez. He's the second baseman out of Winthrop. 1-1 one, one count to Brad Chase, and the pitch is outside for ball two, and the count of 2-1 and one to Brad Chase. Chase looking to get the Rapids on the board. They still trail two to nothing. Nobody on. One out here in the top of the third. A two-one pitch to Chase is swung on and missed. And the count now two and one. Or excuse me, two and two. To Brad Chase. Ryan getting his signal from his catcher. Goes into his stretch, throws the two-two pitch, and misses. Inside for ball three as that curve did not curve enough. And it's a full count to Brad Chase. A payoff pitch to Brad Chase. The third strike out of the game for Brendan Ryan. And there are two outs here in the top of the third. That will bring up Mackenzie Hernandez. Hernandez betting 3-0-3 for Winthrop this season. As the Eagles just missing a shot at the College World Series this season. Being edged out by TCU in their Super Regional. First pitch to McKenzie Hernandez is inside for a ball on the count 1-0. Two tonight starting second baseman for Watertown. The 1-0 pitch is swung on and missed. And the count even at one apiece. On deck for the Rapids, if we get that far, it will be the top of the order. And David Granger. Granger already 0 for 1 on the night. The 1-1 pitch to Mackenzie Hernandez. A called strike. And the count 1-2. and 
1-2 pitch to Mackenzie Hernandez as Brian works quickly. And it's inside for a ball on the count now 2-1. and one. A 2-1 count to Mackenzie Hernandez. The pitch swung on and missed, but it's dropped by Callan Regan. Regan will make the throw over to first. And that will be the final out of the innings. That's fourth strikeout for Brendan Ryan. One, two, three, go the Rapids. We head to the bottom of the third. Mohawk Valley leading two to nothing. This is Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs Baseball. We are now in the bottom of the third here in Mohawk Valley. Diamond Dogs leading by the score. Of two to nothing, it'll be Blankenship, Leach, and Sanford. The minimum three for Mohawk Valley here in the bottom of the third. Blankenship comes in already having flown out to left field in a big two-run inning for Mohawk Valley. Right now, that is the margin of victory. Face off against Jack Ryan for the third inning. Ryan already giving up two runs, both of those earned, and three hits against only one strikeout. First pitch to Blankenship is a ball on the count, 1-0. and oh. And while Mohawk Valley heads to Oneana tomorrow, Watertown will head back to the Duffy Fairgrounds in Watertown and face off against the Geneva Red Wings who as we said before suffered a last inning heartbreaker to Jamestown 10-9 as Blankenship will take a ball on the count now 2-0 to tonight's starting shortstop he comes to us from Herkimer College the 2-0 pitch from blank, or excuse me, to Blankenship is low for a ball on the count of 3 0 to Alejandro Blankenship. I am not looking good to start off this third inning. Sunni Canton Kangaroo already allowing two runs in. His first stop, the bleeding has gotten just a little bit squirrely. As the 3 0 pitch is in the dirt. And that was four straight pitches and a walk for Blankenship. That will bring up Dewey Leach. Leach one for one on the day. Single back in the first came home on the sacrifice fly by Callan Regan. And the first pitch to him is swung on and missed. And the count 0-1. To Dewey Leach. Blankenship taking a slight lead off of first base. Doesn't look like first baseman Ethan Combs will try and keep him there if he t tries to make a spot for a steal. As the Rapids look to be in double play depth. The 0-1 pitch to Dewey Leach is swung on and missed. Looks like it might have tipped into the glove of 
catcher Cassius Soto. And that's exactly what they're saying. Count now 1 8, or excuse me, 0 and 2 to Dewey Leach. The 0-2 pitch to Jack, from Jack Cobb is low for ball one. Count now one and two. Two tonight starting third baseman for Mohawk Valley. One-two pitch and Blankenship will go. Swung on and missed. The throw over to second is not in time. Another stolen base. This time it'll be a stolen base for Alejandro Blankenship, and he'll get on second after the strikeout swinging by Dewey Leach. That will bring up Raihan Sanford, who already has an RBI tonight for Mohawk Valley. Looking to add another here with a runner on second and one out. Diamond Dogs nursing a 2 to nothing lead. And it already looks like they're going to intentionally walk Raihan Sanford. And who can blame them as he leads the leads the league in home runs with eight. And they broke the game open for Mohawk Valley. In any case, the intentional base on balls will bring on Callan Regan. Regan with runners on first and second. Already two walks issued by Jack Cobb. And the Sunni Kangaroo looks to stop the bleeding here with Regan. First pitch to him is low for a ball. It might... Just gets away from Soto for just a second, but it will remain within the possession of the catcher and the count one and out. Cobb messing, fiddling with the horse hide just a little bit. Looking to make it more pliable for maybe a good solid curve. And the pitch to Callan Regan. That was a beautiful curve. Just falls off the table. And Regan swinging helplessly at it. And the count, 1-1. One one. One, one pitch to Callan Regan. Swung on and hit in the air. Deep to center field. It will go over the head of Diesel Brook. It will hit the wall. And Regan not even thinking about staying at first. He'll go to second. The throw is not in time. So another RBI double. This one by Callan Regan. Will bring home Alejandro Blankenship. And the Dogs now lead 3 to nothing. A 3 nothing game for Mohawk Valley. And there are the runners on Second and third for Shahid Swan. Swan over one on the day, grounded out to the catcher, or excuse me, the shortstop. Back in the first inning, 
first pitch to him is swung on and missed and the count 0-1. A one count to Kellen Regan. Excuse me, Shahid Swan out of Utica College. Here's the pitch from the SUNY Kin Kangaroo to the Utica College Pioneer. It's swung on and hit over to the left side. Third baseman in the throw over to first is in time. So a five to three. Double play will end the bottom of the third for Mohawk Valley. But one run on one hit, no errors, and one run on one hit, no errors, and two left on for Mohawk Valley. We head to the Top of the fourth, Mohawk Valley now leading three to nothing. This is Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs Baseball. Heading now to the top of the fourth for here in Little Falls, Mohawk Valley still leading by the score of three to nothing. It's the top of the order for Watertown, it's Granger, Soto, and Combs, the minimum three for Watertown here in the top of the fourth. Brendan Ryan still on the bound for Mohawk Valley. Granger 0 for 1 on the night, one of three strikeout victims for Brendan Ryan so far. The first pitch to Granger is swung on, hit in the air to right field. Right fielder Caden Garcia will... Slide over and make the catch. So one pitch, one out for Brendan Ryan. That will bring up Cassius Soto. Soto struck out back in the first. And right now, only one person has made it on base for Watertown. That was Tom Vargas back in the second inning when he got walked. Unfortunately for him, Zane Copeland hit into a double play just three pitches later. The first pitch to Cassius Soto is fouled off and the count 0-1 to Soto out of the University of Maryland. Facing off against the Sewanee University product. Several Sewanee University products all over the PGCBL this season. Almost ubiquitous as as Fairfield is most of the years, and most of the Mac schools very well represented here in the Perfect Game Collegiate Baseball League. Soto takes swing count now 0 and 2 to Cassius Soto. Two pitch to Cassius Soto. He takes this one inside for ball one. And the count one and two. Almost as if Brendan Ryan's taking pity on him. Gives him a free ball for that one. 
1-2 count to Cassius Soto, and the pitch is low for a ball on the count now. 2-2 two two to Cassius Soto. Two two count to Cassie Soto and the pitch is low for ball three and the count now full to the starting catcher for Watertown. Three two count the playoff pitch from Ryan is swung on and hit over to third base or excuse me, first base. Callie Gallagher will scoop it up and step on the bag. For the second out of the inning. That will bring up Ethan Combs. Combs over one on the night, grounding out to the shortstop. He'll swing, and the first pitch is lashed out to left field and foul into the bullpen. Count all in one to Ethan Combs. On deck, if we get that far, Benedict. Excuse me, Benedict Chandler. Chandler 0 for 1 of the night with a pop out. As Combs will take the first pit, next pitch inside, and the count evens at 1. One one count to Ethan Combs and the pitch is low for a ball. The count now two and one. Two one count to Ethan Combs and the pitch is hit foul again and the count now two and two. Working quickly, here's the 2-2 pitch to Combs. Swung on and missed. And that will be the third out of the fourth inning for Watertown. 1-2-3, go the Rapids once again. And we'll head to the bottom of the fourth. Mohawk Valley now still leading 3-0. This is Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs Baseball. Bottom of the fourth here in Mohawk Valley. It'll be the bottom of the order for the Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs once again. It'll be Garcia, Gallagher, and Sanders to face off against Jack Cobb here in the bottom of the fourth. Kane Garcia now steps up to the plate. 0 for 1 on the night. Flew out to center field back in the second. First pitch to him from Jack Cobb is inside for a ball on the count 1 and 0. One zero count to Keaton Garcia and the pitch is fouled off. Count now one and one as Cobb will get a new sphere of horsehide. Looking to bring Watertown back into this one. They're still down by a score of three to nothing. Nobody on, no outs here in the top of the fourth.
The 1-1 pitch is swung on, hit in the air to right field. Zane Copeland will have no problems with this one. And there's one out here in the bottom of the fourth. And that'll bring up Gallagher. Gallagher in his only appearance tonight singled. Managed to make it all the way to the third on a pass ball before two straight outs by Jack Cobb. Got the job done in the bottom of the second. First pitch to the Herkimer General is a called strike in the count 0-1. A one count to Callie Gallagher, and the pitch is low for, excuse me, they say it's foul tipped into the catcher's glove. Might have just hit the top part of the bat. And the count now quickly, 0-2 to Callie Gallagher. Yeah, it's from Jack Cobb is fouled off and count remains 0-2. two count to Kelly Gallagher. The Herkimer General takes the next pitch for a ball inside and the count now one and two. One two count to Kelly Gallagher looking to get on base for the second time. And the pitch is hit in the air to the left side. Vargas edges into foul territory and will make the easy catch. Four out number two. That'll bring up Sanders. Sanders struck out. Back in the second, only one of two strikeouts today for Jack Cobb. First pitch to Sanders is inside for a ball in the count. 1-0. To be a little bit of a brush back pitch as Sanders almost toes the line of the batter's box. And just to crumple that strike zone down to almost nothing. The 1-0 pitch inside again in the count now 2-0 to Zion Sanders. Sanders with the 2-0 pitch. High for ball three in the count now 3-0 to Zion Sanders. And Cobb looking very frustrated with himself, just looking to get out of this inning with no damage. And the 3-0 pitch is fouled off. Count now 3-1. and one. Three one count to Zion Sanders, and the pitch is fouled off again. And the count now full. To tonight's starting left fielder for Mohawk Valley. And 
And the 3-2 pitch to Zion Sanders is fouled off once again. And the count remains three balls and two strikes. Three balls, two fielder for Cavalli. The payoff pitch is hit in the air to left field this time. It'll be Benedict Chandler under it and will make the catch to end the fourth inning. One, two, three, go Mohawk Valley. We head to the top of the fifth. Mohawk Valley still leading three to nothing. This is Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs Baseball. Top of the fifth here in Little Falls, Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs leading by the score of 3-2-0. It'll be Chandler Vargas Copeland, the minimum three for the Rapids here in the top of the fifth. Chandler coming up to the plate, having popped up to the second baseman back in the second inning. And here we go with Chandler to face off against Brendan Ryan here in the fifth. The first pitch to Benedict Chandler is inside for a ball on the count 1-0. As we said, Diamond Dogs will be back in action tomorrow night. They will head to Damashki Field to face off against the Oneonta Outlaws. Meanwhile, Watertown will head off to back home to face the Geneva Red Wings. Next pitch to Benedict Chandler is a called strike in the count one and one. Mohawk Valley will be back home on Sunday afternoon for a Father's Day special as the Diamond Dogs take on the Adirondack Trailblazers. We'll have all the action for you. As the Diamond Dogs look for their third PGCBL championship in five years. And the 1-1 pitch to Chandler is swung on, hit in the air to right field. That'll be right fielder King Garcia gliding over and making the catch for the first out of the fifth. That will bring up Tom Vargas. Vargas, the only base runner so far in five innings for the Trailblazers, officially zero for zero, as he got on base by virtue of a walk. Ryan shakes off a couple signals, goes into his stretch, and fires the first pitch pitward. It's a beauty. Vargas had no chance at that one. Count 0-1 to the starting third baseman for the Rapids. Ryan already with four strikeouts today, looking to make a fifth here in Tom Vargas, as this one is low for a ball to count out one and one. One one count to Tom Vargas. The pitch to him is Swung on and missed, and the count one and two to Tom Vargas.
the one-two pitch is inside for ball two in the count of two and two to Tom Vargas. On deck for the Rapids will be Zane Copeland. Copeland hit into a double play back in the second inning. The 2-2 pitch is swung on and missed. And there's strikeout number five for Tom or for Brendan Ryan. It comes in the form of Tom Vargas, and there are two outs here in the top of the fifth. That will bring up Zane Copeland. As we said, Copeland 0 for 1 hit it into a double play back in the second inning. The first pitch to him is ripped foul down the third base line. And the count 0-1. Oh 0-1 oh count to Tom Vargas. Or excuse me, Zane Copeland. And the pitch is inside for ball one. The count evens at one apiece. Dogs playing a casual infield. No real urgency to get a big out here as Copeland throws the 1-1 pitch. It's a called strike in the count 0-2. And you like to see that from your infield. Shows they have confidence in their pitcher to make the outs happen. The 1-2 pitch from Zane Copeland is hit in the air to the third base side. Third baseman Dewey Leach will walk under it and make the catch in foul territory for the fifth. Once again, this game now official. We head to the bottom of the fifth. Mohawk Valley leading three to nothing. Top of the fifth now here in Little Falls. Mohawk Valley leading by the score of three to nothing. There is now action in the Watertown bullpen. It'll be Archibald Reeder out of Wake Forest, number 28, as well as Willie Robertson, number or excuse me, Robinson. There's a Roberson and a Robinson. I'm sure there's a Robertson out there somewhere. It's Willie Robinson, number 29. Out of SUNY Fredonia. If they get in, they'll face off against the minimum three of Harvey Rojas, Alejandro Blankenship, and Dewey Leach to start things off for Mohawk Valley here in the fifth. Rojas, one for two on the night, popped out to second base back in the second. And was the first run of the game for Mohawk Valley on the RBI double by Raihan Sanford in the first. First pitch to him is swung on and missed. Count 0-1 to Harvey Rojas. Rojas, one for two on the night, as we said. Looking to get the Diamond Dogs even further ahead as we head into the later innings. The 0-1 pitch to Rojas is swung on and missed. Count 0-2 to 
to tonight's starting left fielder for Mohawk Valley. The 1-2 pitch is swung on and missed, so three pitches, three strikes for Jack Cobb. And there's quickly one out here in the bottom of the fifth. Now bring up Alejandro Blankenship. Blankenship walked back in the third inning, eventually scored on another RBI double, this one by Callan Regan. And managed to get a stolen base in between. Back in the first, Blankenship flew out as he'll rip this one foul over the press box and the count all in one to Blankenship. Two is low for a ball and the count now one and one. One one count to Alejandro Blankenship and the pitch is low for a ball on the count now two and one. Nobody on one out bottom of the fifth. Diamond Dogs leading by the score of three to nothing. Well, we have a free moment. I'll tell you that in the bottom of the sixth, Almira has jumped out to a seven to two lead over the Western Division leading Utica Blue Sox. So the Blue Sox looking to beat Elmira to win their 10th game of the season. Elmira already winning their 10th game of the season. They sit at 10 and 7. And the 2-1 pitch to Blankenship is fouled off over the bleachers down the first base side and the count evens at 2. 2-2 count to Alejandro Blankenship as Cobb gets another baseball. Rubs it up just a little bit and throws the 2-2 pitch playward. It's swung on and missed. And there's another strikeout for Blankenship. Or excuse me, for Cobb. That's his fourth of the game. And it's two outs for Mohawk Valley here in the fifth. That'll bring up Dewey Leach. Leach one for two on the night. He has one of those strikeouts. He also has a single to his name. First pitch to him is a strike and the count only in one. Oh one count to Dewey Leach. Cobb working quickly. Here's the 0-1. It's swung on, hit in the air to the first base side, first baseman Ethan Combs having no problems with this one. And that is the third out of the fifth. So one, two, three, go Mohawk Valley once again. And the inning now over. We heading to the bottom of the sixth. Mohawk Valley still leading three to nothing. This is Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs Baseball. Mohawk Valley leading by the score of three to nothing. 
It'll be Dieselbrook, Brad Chase, and Mackenzie Hernandez to start things off for Watertown here in the top of the sixth. They trail by the score of three to nothing. Diesel Brook now coming up to the plate. Brook 0 for 1 on the night. Grounded out to first base back in the third. First pitch to him by Brendan Ryan is a ball on the count 1 0. A little bit of a hanging curve. Just missed the plate there. That's Diesel Brook not even giving it. A passing glance as he takes ball two for in the same fashion. Count now 2-0 to tonight's starting center fielder out of Union College. As we said, 7-8-9 hitters coming up for, for Watertown here in the top of the sixth. As Brooke takes strike one as it manages to Paint the inside part of the plate. The 2 1 pitch from Brian is low for low for ball three in the count of three and one to Diesel Brook. So Haste not in Brendan Ryan's favor as he's been working quickly on Diesel Brook. And the count now 3 and 1. To the starting center fielder for Watertown. Next pitch is high, and that will be a walk. Well, they're going to appeal the first first, make sure he didn't swing. There was no doubt he didn't, and he'll make his way to first base. So now double play death for Mohawk Valley as Brad Chase comes up to the plate. Chase over one on the night. He was one of five strikeout victims for the Mohawk Valley pitcher Brendan Ryan tonight. First pitch to him is a foul ball. Foul tipped into the catcher Callan Regan's glove. And the count 0-1 to Brad Chase. On deck for Watertown, Mackenzie Hernandez, 0 for 1, and actually 6 strikeouts for Brendan Ryan as he takes this one for a ball. Just manages to not clip the high end of the strike zone and the count 1 and 1. As we said, double play depth for Mohawk Valley, looking to get Diesel Brook off of first base. Brooke taking a very slight lead. Now grows it just ever so slightly. Ryan trying to steer him off back into the bag is unsuccessful. And the 1-1 pitch is a hit into the dirt. Regan able to scoop it up quickly in the count now 2-1 to Brad Chase. Two one count to Brad Chase and the pitch is swung on, hit over to second base. Swan throw to the shortstop in time. Throw to first base is in time. Another four six three double play and there are now two outs.
here in the bottom of the sixth, or excuse me, the top of the sixth. That'll bring up Hernandez with nobody on, two outs. We said Hernandez 0 for 1 on the night. Looking to make things happen for Watertown. And the first pitch to him is a swing and a miss. And the count 0 and 1. Mohawk Valley, as we said, looking to keep pace with the usual leader in the clubhouse for the Eastern Division. That, as always, is the Amsterdam Mohawks who occupy the top of the league so far at a record of 12 wins and 4 losses. They are the league leader and right behind them are Utica and Mohawk Valley as always. The 0-1 pitch to Hernandez is called strike in the count 0-2. To Mackenzie Hernandez. O2 count to Mackenzie Hernandez, and the pitch is swung on and missed. That's number seven for Brendan Ryan, and we head to the bottom of the inning. No runs, no hits, no full Watertown. We head to the bottom of the sixth. Mohawk Valley still leading three to nothing. This is Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs Baseball. Getting ready now for the bottom of the sixth. Mohawk Valley now leading by the score of three to nothing. Jack Cobb coming out for his sixth inning of work. And it looked like when we started the inning, it was Manager Lane King coming out saying, well, maybe you shouldn't start the sixth inning. And Jack Cobb just kind of waved him off saying, I'm fine, I'm fine. It was an unusual setting of events for Jack Cobb. Uh, maybe... Manager Lane King was right as he faces the meat of the order right now for Mohawk Valley. That's Ryan Sanford, Callie Regan, and Shahid Swan to start the sixth. Maybe he knows something we don't, but it's always been our experience that you trust your manager. And it doesn't seem like Jack Cobb trusts the manager all that much. And maybe that's why... Our time rapids there right now at four and fourteen. He'll face off against Raihan Sanford, one for one on the night so far. He's been intentionally walked and has an RBI double to his name. The first pitch to Sanford from Cobb is low for a ball on the count one and zero. Oh. One zero count to Ryan Sanford. This pitch is fouled off over the left field fence in foul territory. However, it went well short of the foul pole. And the count one and one. Ryan Sanford straightens that one up. We have a solo home run on our hands, and that's his ninth. That would be his ninth of the season. 
Next pitch to him is swung on, hit in the air to left field. Left fielder Chandler will just watch it go over the fence, and he straightened it out. Home run, Ryan Sanford. That's his ninth of the season. Mohawk Valley now leads 4-0 on the solo shot from the man from Mohawk Valley Community College. Sanford knew he had one as he pre over the left field fence. Manages to get this one around the foul pole and he can touch them all for Mohawk Valley. It's now four to nothing on the home run from Rihan Stanford, and that will be it for Jack Cobb. And as you can see, Major Lane King just looking absolutely disgusted as he comes in to get his get his pitcher. And he is letting Jack Cobb know it. New pitcher coming out for Watertown will be number 28, Archibald Reader. Reader out of Wake Forest. Pitched a gem last season against North Carolina. Managed to get three immaculate innings. So immaculating is getting everybody out on just nine pitches. He did that three times against the Tar Heels. Wake Forest obviously going on to win that game. I believe by the score of 6-3. to three. So Archibald Reader will come in for Jack Cobb. Let's take a look at Jack Cobb's line today and it doesn't look good. Five innings pitched, four runs, all of them earned on six hits, two doubles, and the home run by Ryan Sanford. Has two walks to his name against just four strikeouts. Couldn't manage to find the plate most times. Did manage to get through three score, or excuse me, two scoreless innings in the fourth and the fifth. But unfortunately not meant to be today for the man out of Watertown. Archibald Reader will now finish up his warm-up pitches and face Callan Regan for the first time. Regan was that walk, or excuse me, Regan two RBIs on the day. He has an RBI on a run back in the first. He'll face off against the Wake Forest Demon Deacon. Will the Will Callum Regan and the first pitch to him is a called strike in the count 
0-1 count to Kellen Regan. And it seems they've called time. Take a look at something at the plate. We'll be right back in just a second. And we are back here on Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs Baseball here live here is there's been a little bit of conversation at the play about Archibald Reader seems to be just a little bit of a mix-up as Reader it looks to be okay as does the catcher, Callan Regan. It's an 0-1 count to Callan Regan after Jack Cobb gives up a home run to Ryan Sanford. Start things off here in the bottom of the sixth. As we said, Sanford knocking one over the Wall in Rayfield twice. You have Mohawk Valley a four to nothing lead. It's an 0-1 count to Kellen Regan. And we are ready here in the bottom of the sixth. Archibald Reeder now coming up and getting into his stretch. And the first or excuse me, the only one pitch to Callum Regan is a ball in the count one and one. Regan, as we said, one for one on the night. With an RBI double and a sacrifice. He has two of them on the night. As does Raihan Sanford. Next pitch to Callan Regan is a called strike. And the count 0-2. 0-2 count to Callan Regan. The pitch. The 1-2 count is swung on and missed. That's the first strikeout of the game for Archibald Reader. Now to bring up Shahid Swan for two, one of two Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs to not get on base so far. First pitch to Shahid Swan is a ball in the count 1-0. To Swan from the Wake Forest Demon Deacon. Reader looking to get his degree from Wake Forest in sports management it looks to become an athletic director when all is said and done so good luck to mr reader 1-0 pitch to swan is low for ball two in the count now two and oh to swan 2-0 count to shahid swan and the pitch is swung on hit in the air to Left field, left fielder Benedict Chandler ranging under it and will make the easy catch for out number two. So, Reader comes in, gets two quick outs for Watertown. And the Diamond Dogs, or excuse me, the Rapids look to be in business here. That'll bring up Keaton Garcia. Garcia 0 for 2 on the night has flown out to both center and right. He'll take the first pitch for a called strike and the count 0 and 1. 
to Cade Garcia. All one count to Cade Garcia. The pitch is swung on and hit in the air to right field. Right fielder Zane Copeland will have an easy time of it getting the third out for Mohawk Valley. So, one run and one hit. That's the home run by Raihan Sanford. No errors and nobody left on. We head to the top of the seventh. Mohawk Valley leading 4 to nothing. This is Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs Baseball. Three outs away from stretch time here in Mohawk Valley. Diamond Dogs lead by the score of 4 to nothing. Top of the order coming up for the third time to face Brendan Ryan. That's Granger, Soto, and Combs for the Rapids. Granger, as we said, 0 for 2 on the night with a strikeout and a flyout. And motion as he throws the first pitch. Swings and misses for strike one. That motion looks to serve him well. Almost kind of looks like Bugs Bunny in the old uh, baseball cartoon as he made his delivery there. We hadn't seen that all night, but no. now that we're getting into the later innings, it might be a thing for him. The old one pitch to David Granger is low for a ball on the count now 2 and 0 oh to David Granger. Excuse me, kind of one and one, David Granger. On deck four. The Rapids is the Maryland Terrapin. That is Cassius Soto, who is also 0 for 2 on the night. The 1 1 pitch is swung on and missed. Count 0 and 2. And this is he looked in the first inning. Brendan Ryan looking good for Mohawk Valley. The one-two pitch to David Granger is swung on and missed. And that is number seven, I believe, for Brendan Ryan. And there's one out here in the top of the seventh. That is number seven for Brendan Ryan. Look for number eight here against Cassius Soto. Soto with a strikeout back in the first. And a ground out in the third. First pitch to him is high for a ball on the count now 1-0. To Cassius Soto. As we said, we'll be back here on Sunday night. Your dogs go on the road tomorrow for a game with the Oneonta Outlaws. I'll be back here on Sunday night for a Father's Day game with the Adirondack Trailblazers. One zero pitch to Cassius Soto is low for a ball in the count now two and zero to the Maryland Terrapin. 
Soto, very deliberate swing, not looking to just try and make contact as only two base runners so far for the Rapids, just looking to get on base here. The 2-1 pitch to Cassius Soto is swung on and missed. And the count, 2-1 to Cassius Soto. 2-1 count to Soto, and the pitch for, to Ryan from Ryan is swung on and missed. And the count now 2-2. Two and two. To Soto. Top of the ninth in Utica. It's the Almira Pioneers now leading Utica by the score of nine to nine to four. Almira looking to get some insurance in the ninth inning to finish off the Blue Sox. The two-two pitch to Soto is hit down the right side. It'll be Callie Gallagher just scooping it up. And making the play once again on Cassius Soto for the second out. That will bring up Ethan Combs, tonight's starting first baseman for the Rapids. 0 for 2 on the night with a strikeout. Looking to get somebody, anybody on base. Water manager Lane King not looking happy as Soto goes back to the dugout. First pitch from Ryan is a strike, and the count 0-1. 0-1 count to Combs. Brian working quickly. There's that herky-jerky motion again as he throws the 0-1 pitch. It's swung on, hit in the air to deep right field. Right fielder Caden Garcia will slide under it, and that will be the third out of the inning. So one, two, three, go the Watertown Rapids once again. And we are going to stretch time here in Mohawk Valley. As we always do, it's Harry Carey's turn to make us all laugh and enjoy things once again. As he sings, take me out to the ball game for the seventh inning stretch.
Harry Carey always makes us laugh and smile, even from the great beyond. We head to the bottom of the seventh. Mohawk Valley leading four to nothing. This is Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs Baseball. Getting your seventh. Archibald Reader still on the mound for Watertown. It'll be Gallagher, Sanders, and Rojas to get things going for Mohawk Valley here in the bottom of the seventh. They lead four to nothing. Gallagher stepping up to the plate. One for two on the night. Single back in the second. Popped out back in the fourth. First pitch to him is a ball in the count 1-0 to Callie Gallagher. As we said, it'll be Gallagher, Sanders, and Rojas. The minimum 3-4 Mohawk Valley here in Little Falls. The game now gone final in Utica. The final score from the Pioneers and the Blue Sox. The Elmira Pioneers take... A game from the Western Division leaders. And final score in that one, 9-4 in favor of the Elmira Pioneers. Here in Mohawk Valley, 4-0 in favor of the Diamond Dogs. As Gallagher takes strike one and the count 0-1 to Callie Gallagher from Herkimer. Next pitch to Callie Gallagher from Archibald Reader is a ball, and the count one and one. Gallagher, as we said, one for two on the night. Singled, almost scored on the pass ball back in the second, but was unable to get any further than third base. Next pitch to him is a ball, and the count one and two to Gallagher. Or excuse me, two and one to Callie Gallagher. Next pitch is a strike and the count of two and two from Archibald Reader. Next pitch to Gallagher is a ball and the count now three and two. Count now full to Callie Gallagher. The one-two pitch, it, or the three-two pitch is swung on and missed. And that's one out here in the bottom of the seventh. That will bring up Zion Sanders. Sanders 0 for 2 on the night. For Mohawk Valley, he's sitting in with nobody on. Seventh. First pitch to him is a strike and the count 0-1. 0-1 count to Zion Sanders and the pitch. Swung on, hit in the air to right field. Right fielder Zane Copeland will range into foul territory and make the catch for the second out. I bring up top of the order, Harvey Rojas coming up to the plate. Rojas officially one for three on the night for Mohawk Valley. Takes the first pitch for a ball on the count 1-0. Oh. 
1-0 count to Harvey Rojas. The pitch to him. Swung on and missed. And the count 1-1 to Harvey Rojas. Fans will be back here tomorrow night. Or excuse me. Your Diamond Dogs be on the road tomorrow night as they take on the Onion Outlaws. As Harvey Rojas takes ball two, counting out two and one. They'll be back here on Sunday night as the Diamond Dogs take on the Adirondack Trailblazers and what should be a great cap off to a great Father's Day here in 2020. Next pitch to Harvey Rojas is swung on and missed. Count now two and two. To the left fielder for Mohawk Valley. Reader working quickly. Here's the two two. Swung on and missed. And that will end the seventh for Mohawk Valley. One, two, three, go the Diamond Dogs. In the seventh, we head to the top of the eighth. Diamond Dogs leading four to nothing. This is Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs Baseball. Top of the eighth here in Mohawk Valley. Diamond Dogs leading four to nothing. Brandon Ryan still on the mound for Mohawk Valley. Only giving up the two walks so far for the Diamond Dogs. Right now, four runs. Right now is four runs and six hits of insurance behind you. <laughs> Excuse me. Face off against Benedict Chandler, Tom Vargas, and Zane Coburn. Here in the top of the eighth. Chandler 0 for 2 on the night. Popped out to second base and flew out to right. He'll face Brendan Ryan here to start off the top of the eighth. A ball on the count 1-0 to Benedict Chandler. One out count to Benedict Chandler. The next pitch is fouled off and the count one and one to tonight's starting left fielder for Mohawk Valley. Or excuse me, for Watertown. One one count to Chandler. This one the low for a ball on the count now two and one. Two one count to Benedict Chandler and the pitch is high for a ball on the count now three and one. Two number thirty-five for the Rapids. Ryan working quickly and the three one pitch is outside. And Benedict Chandler will take a walk. That will bring up Tom Vargas. Vargas looking to avoid the double play. As the Diamond Dogs go into said double play depth. Vargas 0 for 1 on the night officially as he walked back in the second inning. The first pitch to him is a ball on the count now 1 and 0. There looks to be some activity in the Mohawk Valley Diamond Dog bullpen. It'll be Danelle Sims from DePaul University, number 30. And number 33, Kunal Delgado 
from the University of Wisconsin. And as they say, it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. And so they're just getting their bullpen ready just in case. Also some action in the Watertown Rapid bullpen. We'll get to that in just a second as Ryan throws the 1-1 pitch. It's a swing and a miss and the count 1-1. One one. Along with Willie Robinson looks to be Shannon Southern, number 9 from Hamilton College just down the road here, native of Clinton, New York. So the obvious choice to go to Hamilton College, not far from his home. Next pitch to Vargas is swung on, hit over to the shortstop, Blankenship, Blankenship throws over to second, Swan throw to first, it's in time, and there are quickly two outs, and that's the third Diamond Dog double play today. That will bring up Zane Copeland out of Grand Valley State. Copeland so far 0 for 2 on the night. Hit into the first double play back in the second inning. And right now that Diamond Dog infield looks hot with Blankenship Swan and Callie Gallagher. Copeland takes the first pitch for a ball on the count 1-0. One zero count to Zane Copeland takes the first pitch or the second pitch down the left field line for a foul ball very nearly hitting manager Lane King with the ball and the count one and one nobody on two outs top of the eighth Diamond Dogs leading by a score of four to nothing. The 1-1 pitch from Brendan Ryan is swung on and missed. And the count now 1-2. Ryan looking for his 8th strikeout of the night. And looking to finish off the Rapids here in the 8th. And look to see if he can get some insurance in the bottom half of the inning. The 1-2 pitch to Zane Copeland is swung on and missed. And that will end the 8th for the Rapids. With Brendan Ryan's 8th strikeout of the game. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on. We head to the bottom of the 8th. Mohawk Valley leading 4 to nothing. Bottom of the eighth here in Mohawk Valley. Diamond Dogs leading by the score of four to nothing. More bad news for the Watertown Rapids as, as the playoff spot looks further and further away for the Rapids. Adirondack idle tonight. They'll probably hang in the fourth position as Geneva lost tonight. Elmira winning, Jamestown winning, and Utica losing. Means that playoff spot for Watertown looks further and further away. Diamond likely keep pace with Amsterdam. 
Mohawks winning tonight in Oneonta against Oneonta at Shuttleworth Park, shutting them out five to nothing, only giving up seven hits in that game in Amsterdam. Blankenship, Leach, and Sanford will be the minimum three for Mohawk Valley to face Archibald Reeder. Reeder looking for another perfect inning as he came on in relief of Jack Cobb back in the sixth. Or no, I'm sorry, there's a new pitcher on the mound for Watertown. It is number nine, Shannon Southern. Finish things off for... We'll get a read on him in just a second. Southern finishes up his warm-up pitches. We'll tell you that he is from Hamilton College. Came oh so close to a no-hitter against Utica College back on April the 7th. Gave up the hit in the top of the ninth to ruin everything for him. But the Continentals left with the 5 nothing win. Blankenship will take the first pitch from Southern. It'll be a called strike in the count 0-1. Blankenship 0 for 2 on the night officially. He walked back in the third inning, scored a run on an RBI double by Callan Regan. Looking to get the dogs back on the base pass after a 1-2-3 inning back in the seventh. Next pitch to him is swung on, hit in the air between the second baseman Hernandez and Zane Copeland. That'll be a single for Alejandro Blankenship. So another hit for Mohawk Valley. And that will bring up Dewey Leach. Leach one for three on the night. Single back in the first and hasn't done much since. Striking out in the third and popping out in the fifth. First pitch to him. It gets away from catcher Cassius Soto. That will bring up a passed ball situation. And Blankenship will go into second. That's a 1-0 count to Dewey Leach. 1-0 count to Dewey Leach. Here's the pitch from Shannon Southern. It's a called strike in the count. 1-1. One Coming up next for Mohawk Valley will be Raihan Sanford. Sanford looking to get something going for Mohawk Valley. Already has. He has two RBIs on the night on a double and a home run. And we should tell you that Raihan Sanford not only leads the league in home runs, also leads the league in extra base hits with 40, or excuse me, 21 for Mohawk Valley. Certainly the top dog here at Veterans Memorial Park, if there ever was one. Next pitch to Dewey Leach is low, and it's going to get away from Soto once again. A passed ball will put Alejandro Blankenship on 
third base. So it's a 2-1 count to Dewey Leach after two straight pass balls by Shin Southern. Not looking good for the Rapids here. Next pitch is a foul ball on the count. Two and two to Dewey Leach. Two, two count to Dewey Leach. This one is swung on and missed. And there's one out here in the bottom of the eighth. And that'll bring up the very dangerous Rihan Sanford. Sanford 2 for 2 officially on the night with the home run and the RBI double. Looking to get another one here to give Mohawk Valley some insurance. First pitch to him is swung on, hit in the air to the gap in right center near the Chandler. Norm Brook will get to it as a roll all the way to the wall. It'll be an R another RBI double. Second one of the night for Rihan Sanford. It's five to nothing, Mohawk Valley. That will bring up Callum Regan, who has the other RBI double for Mohawk Valley. Between the three of them, they have four of Mohawk Valley's five. Or they have all, excuse me, they have all five of Mohawk Valley. Two RBIs for Callan Regan. And three for Sanford. First pitch to Regan is hit into foul territory. First baseman will glide under it. And there will be two outs here in the bottom of the eighth. That'll bring up Shahid Swan. Swan 0 for 3 on the night. Over three on the night, grounded into a double play, grounded to the shortstop, and flew out to left so far tonight. First pitch from Shannon Southern is a foul ball as he rips this one down the first baseline. Right into the sitting area for the bullpen. This is the actual pitching part of the bullpen is deep in right field. All the pitchers waiting for their turn sit on a bench about halfway between the dugout and the bullpen. They had to dive out of the way of that one as Swan very hit a couple of them. And the count 0-1 to Shahid Swan. Runner on second, two outs. Diamond Dogs leading by the score of 5 to nothing. And the 0-1 pitch to Swan is tipped foul high in the air. Does catcher Cassius Soto have a chance on it? No, he doesn't. And the count quickly 0-2 to Swan. O2 count to Shahid Swan, and the pitch is swung on and missed. And that will end the eighth, but not before. One run on two hits, no errors, and one left on. We head to the top of the ninth. Last chance for Watertown. 
Down five to nothing. Well, we didn't want to say anything because we didn't want to jinx our good pitcher, Brendan Ryan. But right now, Brendan Ryan is three outs away. We feel safe in saying this. Brendan Ryan is three outs away from a no-hitter. It'll be the second one this season and the fourth no-hitter in league history. The last one for Mohawk Valley, as we said, this season coming on June against looking to do it against the Watertown Rapids here he will face the minimum three of Diesel Brook Brad Chase and Mackenzie Hernandez to finish this one off for Mohawk Valley nobody in the bullpen everybody holding their breath here at Veterans Memorial Park cannot get the perfect game as he has walked three batters so far. Has managed to get all of them on double plays though. As Mohawk Valley has turned three of them. And no Rapid has managed to get past first base. First pitch to Diesel Brook. Is a called strike in the count 0-1. Oh, one count to Diesel Brook and the pitch. Swung on and missed in the count. Oh, and two. Top of the ninth here in Mohawk Valley. Diamond Dogs looking to keep pace with their rival, the Amsterdam Mohawks. A win here would propel them to 12 and 5, just one game back of the defending perfect game collegiate baseball league champions. The 0-2 pitch to Diesel Brook is swung on and missed. Count 0-3. Three pitches, three strikes, one out for Brendan Ryan, who is now two outs away from the no-hitter. That'll bring up Brad Chase. Chase 0-2 on the night. He has a strikeout so far for Brendan Ryan. He has 10 of them. First pitch to Brad Chase is a ball on the count 1-0. Anywhere close to a ball, I think they'll boo, boo the living daylights out of the pitcher. Or, excuse me, the home plate umpire. Next pitch to Brad Chase is swung on and missed. Count one and one to tonight's starting designated hitter for the Watertown Rapids. One one count to Brad Chase. The pitch. Low for a ball on the count now. Three and oh, and you can hear the booze from all over the place. Brad on and missed. Count now. Two and two to Brad Chase. Two two count to Brad Chase. The pitch is swung on and missed. Brandon Ryan one out away from the no hitter. 
Mackenzie Hernandez, the last shot for Watertown here in the top of the ninth. Hernandez 0 for 2 on the night, looking to avoid being Brendan Ryan's 11th strike, or excuse me, 12th strikeout victim of the night. First pitch to him is inside for ball one in the count, 1 and 0. One zero count to Mackenzie Hernandez and the pitch from Ryan is fouled off in the count one and one. So Ryan just two strikes away from history. The one one pitch is inside for ball two. Count now two and one to Mackenzie Hernandez. The pitch is swung on, hit in the air to center field. Center fielder Harvey Rojas will come in and make the catch. That's it. The no-hitter is complete for Brendan Ryan. Ball game over. Mohawk Valley wins. And they mob Brendan Ryan at home plate. A no-hitter for Brendan Ryan. And the Diamond Dogs will come off of Little Falls with the 5 to nothing victory and a four-game winning streak. Final box score from here in Little Falls. Mohawk Valley, five runs on eight hits, no errors. And all zeros on the board for Watertown. No runs, no hits, and no errors. As we said, Ryan will get the win for Mohawk Valley as Cobb will pick up the loss for Watertown. With the win, Mohawk Valley goes, advances to 12 wins against 5 losses, while Watertown will drop to 4 and 15. We will see Sydney Sunday night. For a Father's Day game between your Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs and the Adirondack Trailblazers. For everybody here at Veterans Memorial Park and the Diamond Dogs family, this is Josh McMullen saying good night. Congratulations to Brendan Ryan on his no-hitter. Final score, Mohawk Valley 5, Watertown nothing. We will see you back here on Sunday night.